Welcome to the Random Tea Agent Carter Podcast. I'm Queenie. I'm Shania. And today we're talking about Season 1, Episode 4, The Blitzkrieg Button. Yay! Always yay. Okay. Always with the yay. I can't stop now. I know. I know. We Especially for, for Agent Carter. Agent Carter is yay worthy. Yeah. Um. So it was directed by Stephen uh, Craig, who um, is... Like, I'm just going to take your word for that. All over ABC, like How to Get Away with Murder, Nashville, Resurrection, Scandal, Grey's Anatomy, Private Practice. So he's like a network writer? Uh, director. Director. Oh, sorry. Uh, I apologize. One thing I did notice that we would appreciate, you know the time travel episode of Warehouse 13 where they go back in the 60s? Vaguely. He directed that. Oh. And then the writer was Brant Engelst- Engelstein. I didn't see anything worth noting. No. So now he has this on his resume, though, to note. Oh, well, that's true. So, you know, that's this is a pretty big deal. So, um, yeah. This, this is probably one of the, in my opinion, one of the more flimsy episodes. I think it was a lot of setup. Yeah. Okay. I think it was setting the stage for the second half of the season. Okay. I say second yeah. half like it's, you know. I just kind of don't feel like a whole lot happened. And yet we did get some pretty interesting reveals. Yeah. But not a whole lot. But almost no payoff. Yeah. Yet. Maybe that's... See, and again, we talked about this in last cast. Mm-hmm. These episodes... They're, they're not week to week, monster of the week, villain of the week episodes. Yeah. It's a huge story arc, not a week to week story arc. And I'm just so used to that. Yeah. So I guess this would kind of be our, our mid-season, supposed to be our mid-season finale episode. Kind of deal, yeah. Because this is four of eight. Yes. So they've gone by way too fast. I know. So I guess I kind of felt like it was a, a little thin. Yeah. And I don't mean like bad. Yeah. I, I, I get that because, I, but I think that a lot of this was just set up. The only fight scene we really got was like that little bit. At the beginning. In the hallway. Yeah. We got a little bit at the beginning, too. That's true. Um, so we start out, and um, Jarvis is meeting uh, two thugs. Oh, you mean this scene? Yes. Oh, okay. And Jarvis is meeting two thugs, and they work for some guy named Otto Mink. Mm-hmm. And um, apparently, he has this package that is being smuggled in for him. And um, they start to kind of haggle, and um, they have guys outside, and of course, they don't know that... Peggy's taking care of them. Oops. In her Peggy fashion, she kicking all they asses. And in heels and a skirt, I'd like to point out. I know, thank you and very much. And her perfect much. nails. Oh, God. Her and perfect, I love her shoes. Her shoes nails. are amazing. I just, I want her nails. And so, um, Jarvis is talking to these, talking to these smuggler guys, and they want an additional $100,000. He's already paid them fifty. Yeah, and that's a lot from yes. back then. And so he's like, I, I just... He's so indignant. He's like, and then he's like, I really hate to use this word, but this is extortion because I, you know, I don't say it's so great. And he's like, it's not extortion or something like that. You can't even mispronounce what he said. Oh, it was beautiful though. And so it's like me trying to say extortion. And so uh, Jarvis is like, okay, fine, fine. And so he like hits this button or trigger or whatever on the on the briefcase and then he hands it over it's such an archaic button too i know but as soon as they open it they get all this gas in their face and it knocks them out well it only knocked one of them out oh that's true the other one was peggy, knocked out by peggy peggy knocks out the other guy and um so they go to pick up the package which is howard 
Of course it is. Who's been sm- smuggled in in like this entire like shipping container or whatever? Because he's playing pool. It, he, he, he travels in style. He even does. When he, even in a when shipping he's container. on the run. Even when he's on the run. Bless him. And um, so he's like, "Hey, I thought they would ask for more money, but I thought you could handle them." And they're like. They give him that look like the fuck, Tony. We 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 just dealt with this. Uh, Tony, uh, you got to put a dollar in the jar. Put money in the jar. Fucking What's his Tony name? Howard. 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 Caught you. This is what <laughs> happens when I just put Stark in my notes. Oops. <laughs> I should probably put something in my notes to go Howard in really big letters. <laughs> um, and so <laughs> he um he then uh he's like I thought you could handle him, but behind the behind them another guy crops up and he ends up throwing uh one of the pool balls at him and he knocks he's the guy like the out. Cue ball. Yeah. So it was nice. And he was getting ready to run the table. Mm-hmm. And so um they're driving through the city and they're gonna go to um one of Stark's penthouses that they think is off the books. And um, Peggy's like, why the fuck did you come back, basically, you dumb shit? Why are you so dumb? Why are you so dumb, Howard? And so he... Because for um, a genius? Yeah, for a genius, he, he can be dumb. Yeah. And so as soon as they get close to where they're going, Peggy spots SSR guys. And she's like, oh, no, 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 no. She's like, uh, Howard, scooch down. Well, the whole time he's like all crumpled in the back she's seat. she's like, uh, Jarvis, turn around. We got to go. And so... um. And th- th- he's kind of incredulous because he's like, oh, my God, they knew about this one place. And she's like, they're going to know. Every- we have to assume they know everything. Well, now. especially after what's his name was killed. Yeah. Well, he's, well he says that, that that house is owned by uh, uh, a shell company of a shell company of a shell company. or something. Yeah. And so, yeah, after Krasminski got killed, they ain't playing anymore. No, cause, well, Dooley said he wasn't going to let anybody get killed on his watch. It's personal now. So it is. It was. It uh, Words. Yeah. And so Peggy, probably against her better judgment, takes him to the Griffith. And of course, Stark knows the place. Oh, he does. Like, oh, how's Miriam? Yeah. So he's had run-ins with Miss Miriam before. Yes, he has. He think about how many girls he's probably gotten kicked out of the Griffith and probably housed somewhere as yeah. a result thereof. Because well, he's Howard Stark. Yes, he is. That's what you do. And so uh, they get there, and um, Peggy is able to get him into the basement. Um, which is the laundry room, and she's going to bring him up through the dumbwaiter. And as soon as she gets him now, in there... how... They come in through that big port thing in the wall. What what was that? I don't know. Because it was a basement, but yeah, I, I like, like, I don't is know. That, was that the sewer? But why would the sewer have a big opening into the side of the basement of know. a woman's dormitory thing? That's a good question. I have no idea what that was. I, somebody needs to explain that to me. Yeah. And so uh, as soon as they get him into the dumbwaiter which he does not like um miriam shows up now you would think for somebody who is familiar with this establishment would know if he doesn't like it then surely he could have come up with a better plan yeah, yeah. but he did not yeah thank you howard complaining and inconsistent character there and so um miriam's like i'm really uh, out of all the girls here miss carter i'm worried about you the most because she keeps weird hours and For Peggy's a girl like, who works at the uh, phone company, mm-hmm. she's she like, does. I'm just down here doing my laundry. And Miriam's like, well, I'll take you back upstairs. And Peggy's like, great. That sounds awesome. I know. And so we go back to the SSR and Dooley and Thompson are there and they are trying to figure out um, something about the Battle of Finale because that was supposedly where Leap Brannis died, but 
we know that's not true. Was it? He hands Thompson this uh, this report, mm-hmm. and oh, I love this line. Thompson opens the report. He says, "Yeah, so the only things missing are words." Yeah, because it's, it's been so like redacted. completely redacted, and so um, and that's like hand done redacted. Yes, and so they said the crappy part is the general who who made sure the file was redacted so knows all the stuff he died a month ago conveniently and so Dooley's like um we're gonna go talk uh, he said i'm gonna go talk to this nazi um ernst Mueller, and he fought the he fought the russians and he's gonna he's gonna know about finnow and so i have to go talk to him but the problem is he's been he's been scheduled for execution in only two days so he's got to go so Dooley's going to go to um, Germany, presumably Nuremberg, and um, and talk to this guy. And so Thompson is put in charge while Dooley's gone. Yay! And so we go back to the Griffith, and um, they uh, they make their way to Peggy's room, and Miriam's like, "Oh, uh, don't forget your laundry." And she's like, "Of course, my laundry." And uh, she opens <laughs> the dumb waiter, and we're all just like, eh, and it's empty. And so she gets, she pulls her bag out, and um, so Miriam. Which leaves. what self respecting girl of the forties uses a duffel bag for her laundry? I don't know. Peggy Carter. Mm. And so uh, Miriam does leave, and Peggy does hear a nearby girl giggle giggle, which I thought was great because uh, she was like good night. Miriam's like at six in the morning. <laughs> She's like anyway. So. so she hears she hears this uh this neighbor giggling so she bangs on the door and Howard's there. And uh he's you like, know, "Oh, her Peg- cousin." He's like, "Yeah, Peg's my cousin." And cuz at first the girl's like, oh, "I don't know what she's talking about." <laughs> and like, he's disheveled. Yeah. Of course he is cuz he's it's, he's got lipstick on him. He's oh, Howard. Of course, yeah. And so they get they uh they go into Peggy's apartment and um starts like, "Listen, I've got this appointment in Rio in a couple days, but I need to know what all the SSR got their hands on. If all of it was recovered that was missing. Yeah, or he some needs to know it, what's what's left out in the world, if anything's left out in the world. Right. And that, he's right. That is very important for him to know. Because, I mean, just looking at it, um, the SSR just knows they found a bunch of stuff. They don't know what all was missing to know. Right. You know. Right. And. I guess, you know, he needs to know what else could possibly crop up. Right. In other places, so. And so, um, Peggy's like, you had to come yourself? And he's like, yeah, I had to come. I had to bring you this. And then they take the first selfie with his camera pen. Well, don't we see that photograph in one of the MCU movies somewhere? Mm, I want to say we've well seen be. that before. That we, that it's a reference to some. Could very maybe well it was, be. Maybe it was just Twitter. It might have just been Twitter. Could have been Twitter. But um, not so sure. I'm pretty sure that's the first selfie. Uh, we'll go with it. And we'll um, call it right here. So he's got this camera pen, and so she's going to take pictures of what's left in the lab, um, so he can figure out what they have and or so, what they don't have. Right. And so she goes to the SSR that morning, and um, which means Peggy has had no sleep. I would just like to point that out because she's mm, a badass. She is. And Thompson calls everybody into a meeting, and he's like. He talks about um, what was Krasminski's full name, Agent Ray Walter Krasminski. And he said, what was the most important part about his name? Agent. And, My eyes are rolling already. Yeah. And he's like, um, we're not going to rest until we find who killed him. And um, he's like, everybody come up with a report. Um, 
of what you want to do to, to work on this case, and then I'll give you your assignments. And so um, Sousa tells Peggy that he's going to check out the payphone that, that the tip was called in on because he's, he's known this tip was fishy immediately. Which, oh, and he doesn't seem to want to be taking orders from Thompson. No. Yeah, I don't blame him at all on that. No, he's not getting in line. He's yeah. yeah. He's like, I'm gonna do this. And so uh but Thompson does call him in and um Peggy's assignment, on the other hand, is to get lunch orders. Mm. And um But it's very exciting. Yeah. And so uh she decides that that's how she's gonna get to the lab is because she's taking down lunch orders. It's not a bad cover it's, it's once again it's that hiding in plain sight thing that she's able to do because she's just a dame well nobody's nobody pays attention to her right so she's using it to her advantage and it's great right and so she gets the she gets one of the scientists talking and um she's like oh what about this and what about this well and she's like pointing him to to tech that um and then she starts taking pictures covertly. so so nonchalantly click click <laughs> And he's like, he's like, did you know I used to wear glasses? And she's like, of course. And he's like, they got melted off my face. And he's like, he's like so happy science. At, but at the same time, he's also like, not, he's flustered. He's like, I, I, I used to have glasses and they got melted off my face. I, I don't know if that's a good I, thing or a bad thing. Every time I click this, I get a shock to my brain. Stop clicking it. I'm like, baby, you don't, dumbass. don't do that. But it only has one button and apparently we must press the button. That is not how you science. Okay, but did you notice that the only thing Peggy, but Peggy was only taking pictures of that one table? Yeah. I didn't and there's like way more stuff it, in that lab although it's presumably she's supposed to be taking pictures of all this stuff but she's only pointing it at the um what are you doing honey yeah because there's two idiots in the back like setting themselves on fire or something. <laughs> the whole time and it's like this bluish green crap and you're like what the fuck, what the fuck is going doing? on and so, <laughs> so yeah Great. so she does get the pictures though so i think that's good so, uh, so we want to talk about our sponsor, though, real quick. We absolutely do want to talk about our sponsor. Unofficial natural phantom fragrances. Also known as Oomph. Which is great. It's great. <laughs> so tell us about them. Um, they are fragrance sprays, uh, not perfumes. They're made with essential oils. All natural essential oils. Yes. They're very picky about their ingredients. So picky. Um, and what they are is, um, do you want to smell like your favorite characters? Because I know I do. Uh, and you do, and I do and frequently. You do often. Smell like Wonder Woman right now. Do you? Um, and so they're they're different fragrance sprays, but they all the blends um, they have different uh, different results. Like Moriarty's uh, supposed to help with anxiety. Yes. Um, White Walker, which is awesome. Uh, Mentor gives, is coming. Yeah, Mentor is coming. Mentor is here Mentor for is me. Here. And um, it's supposed to give you a mental boost. Um, Sam from Supernatural promotes happiness. So does the Yule Ball, Hermione's Yule Ball scent. Yes, and they're diff those. Those are two totally different um, scents. Yeah. Oh, and there's so many of them, and there's they do so many different things. Um, I think John, as in John Watson, yes, from Sherlock, uh, is to help with fatigue. Mm -hmm. If I'm not mistaken, uh, there's so many of them, and and I can't think of them all right now. Wonder Woman was uh, helps with fibromyalgia. Yes. And it's oh, especially really good. Bl especially blended, yeah, uh, for a friend of theirs for that. Um, but they cover so many fandoms. If you love uh, Doctor Who or Supernatural yeah. or Sherlock, if we've already mentioned, but they also have Star Wars and Disney princesses. They have so many Disney princesses. 
Um, and uh, yes, that does include uh, Princess Leah. Leia. Yeah. And they've got uh, Joker and Harley Quinn. They even have a Psyduck. Yeah. And they've got the Harry Potter houses. So, you know, if you have a friend who is in, in, in a fandom and you don't really understand it, you don't know what to get them, this is a great gift. Yeah. Uh, as of this recording, you're probably too late for Christmas, but there's always next year. There's birthdays. Right. There's Arbor Day. You know, whatever. <laughs> and, you know, get them for yourself. They, they're two-ounce bottles. They're amber, which is what you're supposed to keep essential oils in anyway. So, And they're high-quality bottles, too. Yeah. I've never had they're one good, of the, sturdy. But I've never had a weird sprayer no, or anything the, like the that. The spray heads or whatever you call them have never. They've always been great. They and haven't jammed. They're very right. careful about the about the items they. They're choose. very picky. Um, they start at like four dollars. Yeah, they're, so they're really reasonable. They're very. They wanted them to be reasonable. And the bundles, you save money if you if you, you absolutely do. The do. Um, and the Hermione Yule Ball and the White Walker, those are limited editions. And they're both awesome. The White um, Walker's in a blue bottle. It's so pretty. I've only seen pictures. My package isn't coming. So yet. Um, so guys yeah check them out and uh, there's a link to their website on etsy on our in our show notes it's on our front page go and check them out and if you use our code random t podcast no s no s you get 10 percent off five dollars or more yep and it's totally which is pretty sweet and if you're you don't want to commit to a scent you want to know what it smells like before you get it you can get a sample for 70 cents and they also do custom blends yes they will work with you so that's really cool as well if there's something specific and i've smelled one of the custom blends and it was it was it was really awesome yeah that was a good one yeah i remember that one so yeah so and um yeah so check them out and then also real talk people let's 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 get real let's bring it let's bring it down just a minute talk to us please um because Especially if you order one. Yeah. We'd like to know. Oh, that would be nice. That would be cool. But also about the show. Mostly about the show. Um, so, and I think I think uh, a good thing to remind you guys is also we have a Marvel Cinematic Universe feed that we are slowly but surely working our way through the Marvel Cinematic Universe. One um, by one. We're recording them in order except for, like, you'll notice... Age of Ultron was the first cast we did because it was in the theaters. And Ant Man. So sorry for the quality of it. Yeah. But Ant Man we casted as soon as we saw it. So yes. aside from the new ones, we are going in order. We just recorded Incredible Hulk. Yes. Um, so you know what order we're going in if you know the order the movies came out in. Yes. So you can email us at any time and we'll we'll take your feedback into account for not only Agent Carter, obviously, sure. but you know what? what marvel movies we're going to be doing you know if we get enough feedback we might even do just a feedback episode that's true we could that's something that we could do that's true i just we now can do thought whatever of, the hell we i just want. now thought of that we i do what i want that's right you know and we also were we're covering uh agents of shield mm-hmm. so you, you know that's all a part of the marvel cinematic universe so you know check out that podcast write to us about that it just they just finished their uh mid-season finale for season three yeah and that we just released that cast a few days ago we did so we did. you know check that one out listen to us um you know but there's also we've got our sleepy hollow feed yep and if you like dc gotham man i know most people tend they're dc or marvel yeah we're we're mostly marvel mostly marvel obviously (laughs) there's not that many gotham shows going on i mean not many many dc shows yeah so but yeah gotham take a listen Mm -hmm. talk to us yeah sleepy hollow all of them you know um but we also have our random movies Mm -hmm. which we're hoping to get fired up some more here shortly we're gonna do a christmas one yes we are uh you know suggestions yeah would be great with some feedback some pre-feedback yeah uh we would love to hear from you and they can find us at they can find us at uh randomtpodcast.com or on our website yep and they can email us at random 
randomtpodcasts at gmail.com. Or they can get us on Twitter for, I guess, short feedback uh, at randomtcast. Or, you know, you can point us towards uh, an article. An article. That's true. You can always do that. Or on the Tumblr at randomtpodcast.tumblr.com. Yeah, Tumblr meta. Yeah. Love me some Tumblr meta. Or just a cute, you know, picture set. Yeah. Those are always fun. Yeah. I'm Tex- always a slut for something cute. I'm a, I'm a slut for texts text from last night. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know I love those. Yeah. Because I followed the Sleepy Hollow one. And yeah. It's it's great. It's great. Yeah. There's also the MASH one. Yes, that's true. I love the MASH. That's run by some friends of ours. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Just talk to us. We don't bite. Hard. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, back to the show. Back to the show. So, uh, Susan goes to the docks. And he's gonna he does some fingerprinting on the on the phone. What was it? Uh, Peggy told him the only thing he was gonna pick up was some bacteria infection or something. Yeah, I'm like bless her. She's heart. not wrong. She's trying to dissuade him. She really is. And so um, he sees two homeless guys playing cards, and so he goes over and he wants to talk to them. They wa- do invite him to join in, which once I thought he, was nice. Once he gives them like a nickel. Um, and so he wants to know if they saw anything well, you, on, on the heartbreak. Well, you got to buy in. That's true. Yeah. And so, um. Is it really called the heartbreak? That's what the ship is called. It's yeah. a heart. Or the a, boat. It's just, it's a hard squiggle. Yeah. Whatever. Heartbreak. And so, um, one of them, uh, Frank, he's like, I, I, I won't talk to the cops. Frank got some anger issues. Frank does. Cause he, he takes a swing at Sousa. And um, so Sousa decides, you know, to take him in, and he handcuffs him. And I'm like, well, okay. Uh, I love the first guy's like, uh, you got to buy in. He makes him, you know, yeah. before he gives him any information, he makes him buy into the game for a nickel. And, and he's, he's like, like, I didn't see anything. Nothing. I didn't see nothing. <laughs> I'm like, oh, God, that was great. You can yeah. get him a cup of coffee now. Yeah, there you go. And so uh, we move on to our, um, our bungling smug- smugglers that Peggy beat the shit out of. And they're reporting back to their boss, Otto Mink. Okay, can we talk about Otto Mink for just a second? Of course we can. The actor. The actor. He's been in all kinds of stuff. But specifically, I was looking at him, and he's got that bleached white blonde hair. Yeah. It's so bad. It's so obviously bleached. Yeah. Like, strip bleach, not just yellow yeah. blonde hair. And I kept looking at him, looking at where do I know you from? Where do I know you from? And it finally came to me. The Rock. The little yes. mouthy dude. Yes, yes, yes. The little short guy. On the general side. Uh-huh. Yes. That's him. Oh, my gosh. You're so right. That is him. I was like, oh, God, it is him. I love that movie. Yeah, that's one of those movies that if it's on TV, we, I should, will watch we it. should cast that we one. Should. If it's on TV, it must be watched. That's true. Right that's up there with rule. Shawshank Redemption. It's a rule. So, yeah. What is it about prisons? I don't know. <laughs> so, they're reporting back to this guy, and um, they're like... It's so funny because they're like, uh, this guy had like, had like, uh, like, 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 like six, six or seven. Well, or, well he starts out eight. with, well, he starts out with a woman. Yeah. And then like. And, and, and then these other guys. Like six guys and, and it grows yeah. and it's so bad. Yeah. And so he um, clearly does not believe them and kills one of them just right away. And um, he has this really cool gun. I, first, I thought it was like a taser. Okay. I don't know why. Probably because we've had tasers in the MCU True. before. Um, and so the other uh, the other guy that's left, he's like, uh, uh, um, no, uh, Stark called her Peggy. And so he's like, I can, I can go kill them both. And Mink's like, no, I'll take care of it. And then he kills the guy as well. Well, it's so funny because he fires the gun mm-hmm. and like one little thoop, 
yeah. hits him. And I think maybe that's why I kind of thought it was a taser because the way yeah. he reacted. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, crap. And he like works on it for a minute. And you realize it's a, it's a, uh, automatic prototype, prototype, like yes. a prototype automatic that he, that he got from presumably from Stark's arsenal somewhere. And I just was like, oh, well, that's kind of cool. Yeah. And kills him. And so uh, Peggy comes back home that day, and um, Stark is in another woman's apartment. He's just living it up on the third floor of the Griffith. He's just working his way down the third floor. Yeah. And so um, (laughs) I'm like, Jesus, Howard. And so we see, uh, we go back to the SSR, and we see um, Sousa bring this guy Frank in. Thompson gives him hell for Thompson it. gives him shit for it. Oh, he brought in Howard Stark. Stark and he, they clap. And he's like, no, I really think this guy saw something. And so um, we go back to Peggy. And uh, Howard is able to develop the pictures in her bathroom. I don't even know. And while he's working on that, Angie It's knocks- a magic bathroom, I've decided. It is. And while he works on that, Angie knocks on the door. And she's like, it's dinner. And, um... At first, uh, Peggy's, like, not gonna, um, she's not gonna go. No. Mm-mm. And he's like, no, no, go, go, go. It'll I'm worried look better. about I'm worried about I'm worried you. about you, but also get me some food. And gives her, like, yeah, you know what I like. Just bring, just surprise yeah. me. I'm like, yeah. Oh. I'm like, oh, my gosh, Howard, you are infuriating. But she does have, she does need to feed him. She yeah. can't just let him starve. Yeah. And so we go back to the SSR, and Sousa tries to talk to Frank. Um, he tries to use the veteran card. <sighs> And he's like, he kind of talked about how shitty it was coming back, and um, everybody felt guilty because he lost his leg, and Frank wants none of that shit. No. Nah, and so, um, Sousa goes back outside, like, oh, okay, and he starts he starts thinking, and he's like, he, he starts to talk to Thompson, and he's like, I really think he saw something. Well, and he uses really good logic here. He says, if he didn't see anything, he would have said, yeah. I didn't see anything. Instead of, I don't talk to cops. So, and that's, Thompson's like, oh, interesting. That makes sense. Yeah. And so this is. So that's what I mean about how Tom, you you see how Thompson's so single-minded. Yeah. About things. But when you point, when he points it out to him, he accepts it. He's like, yeah. Okay. Okay. I can see that. He doesn't just keep fighting for the sake of fighting. Right. Which is kind of like something what Dooley would do. Yeah. I kind of feel like. Yeah. So Thompson's a little more. A little more open, open, but still an asshole. Well, yeah. And so we go to, we go back to the Griffith and Peggy's, uh, <laughs> I love this scene because Peggy's, she's trying to hide rolls in her sweater and Angie catches her and he, she's like, no, no, no. These rolls keep for a really long time. They keep for like three days. And if four, it's cold and you put them on your windowsill. Four days. And <laughs> so she's like, we all do it. And I loved it because she's like, um. I think it was Betty has sewn a pocket into her purse that, to hold a cup of gravy. Somebody like has a chicken pocket down their blouse where yeah. they stuff the whole and chicken. And they're all like shoving their faces with food. And I loved it. They're all like, mm-hmm. and you really get different personalities from the women. You do. You, it's, I like it. And Dottie's immediately like, can you sew me one that holds pickles? And she's like, she uh-huh. nods with a mouthful of food. It's great. And Dottie's so happy. Yeah. So I there's like, Dottie again. Oh, my gosh. Mm. Yeah. And so uh, so Peggy goes back to her room, and um, Stark tells her that he's like, listen, you have to get one of my inventions back. You had a thing. I did. I was just going to point out how, uh, of all of the girls in, in the Griffin, that Dottie is the only one that seems to be kind of singled out. Yeah. 
And it's very obvious. Yes. Like having her introduced the way she was introduced. Yes. And, and yeah. then with the pickle thing. And yeah. so she's very. Yeah. It's like. She might as well have her. a big red arrow going. Yeah. Other than Angie, she's the most. Well, right. Well, Angie was her way in. But right. of the other girls. Yeah. And so um, Stark says that this thing that she needs to get back is a Blitzkrieg bomb. And what it does is it can knock out the power of an entire city. And there's no way to come back from it. So are we talking EMP? Yes. That's kind of what it sounded like. Because he talks, well, he talks about it like it fries all the electrical system, but like a modern EMP would only knock it out temporarily. Right. This sounds more uh, permanent. But then again, when Stark develops something, he tends to go overboard anyway. He like does. with the little massage thing. Yeah, he does. And so he says that, like, listen. But at least they're consistent. That's true. He's like, listen, I don't want to. I don't want to be responsible for like taking down the whole of New York, and the greatest city, the greatest in the city world. in the world. And so, um, he's like, here's this fake thing. Because I'm immediately thinking hospitals. Yes. If nothing else, hospitals. Yeah. And so. infrastructure, airports. I mean, like oh, you gosh. name it. Yeah. yeah. And so, um, he's got this fake one, and he wants her to swap it out. And How did he, where did that come from? He knew. Did he bring it with him? Yes. Well, okay, in he, hindsight, yeah, he, he brought that's it with what him. He wanted her to retrieve. But still. Yeah. And so Peggy, Peggy's like, okay. And um, he's, she. And uh, why didn't she question it? There's know. the real question. Yeah. How did mm. you have that, Howard? So yeah, um, she should have at least been suspicious. Yeah. So she calls Jarvis to uh, take her to the SSR. And, uh, of course, we find out then that Mink is following them. Uh-uh. Da, da, da. And so, There he is. Yeah. So now he knows where she lives. And um, so Sousa continues to try to interrogate Frank. Poorly. And um, he's just not getting anything out of him. Thompson comes in. And he's got a hamburger and a bottle of booze. Scotch? Yeah, I think it was scotch. scotch. Yeah, scotch seems to be they the... They took it out of Dooley's office. Oh, yeah, scotch seems to be the drink of the yeah. the office. And so, uh, Seuss is like, um, could you get out of here? And Thompson's like, no. He's like, man, this hamburger's good. All American beef. Mm-hmm. And he, he makes a big deal about this, how good the scotch is. Made me hungry. I know. And so, um, then he's like, hey, uh, Frank, do you want some of this? Because, you know, if you tell us... What happened? Then you could have this. He takes it like immediately. Boom. And uh, he tells him that. Um, well, this I apologize. That was really loud. Boom. boom. And so he tells him that uh, a woman left the ship with a du- with a man in a fancy suit right before the SSR showed up. And well, so Sousa's automatic immediately asks him, "Did she lady. have blonde hair?" He show yeah, because he shows him the picture from the club, and he's like, "No, the lady had dark hair." And um, so Thompson hands him the booze, and they leave. And uh, so then we go to Dooley, who is, it is Nuremberg. Um, he goes to Nuremberg and he. I'm so glad you're saying it. He goes to talk to uh, Mueller and um, because they're, they're like prepping him for his noose. And um, so Dooley's like, listen, you tell me what I want and I've got this way where you can die without being strangled. Because. This- well, he starts out with, I'll help you escape. Yeah. Yes, I'll help you escape. And um, because he's like, you know, there was this guy that was hung today and it took 45 minutes for Mm. him to die. It was just, oh, it's an awful way to go. Uh, He just wants to know what happened at Finale. 
And so uh, we go back to Peggy and Jarvis driving. And um, Peggy's talking to him. And she notices Jarvis has a little bit of a tick. He's pulling on his ear. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Which we've never seen him do before now. Before this episode. And but surely we know he's lied. But she remembers that he did it when he lied to the smugglers. At the beginning of this episode. At the beginning of this episode. But this was not a previously established. That would have been nice. See, now there's a a kink in the system. Yeah. And so um, she's like, "Uh, is Howard planning to use the button? And he's like, no. Tug ear, (laughs) tug ear. It's so obvious, too. Yeah. And so uh, Dooley is talking to Mueller and uh, he he has this pill. And well, he's like, it's, he's got the, in his wristwatch. Watch, he goes to this whole big show, and he takes off his watch, and it's got like a secret compartment. I was like, dude, that's some MI six shit right there. Yeah, and he tells me he's like, I've got a painless death for you. It's it's you're gonna die either way, but you might as well yeah. do it right. And so uh, Mueller tells him that there was no battle of Finale. And he said that when his guys showed up... Well, he tells him that no Russian fought any Germans. Yes. Not that there was... Yeah, he's very specific that no yeah. Russians killed any Germans that day. And he said he when, he when they got there, the Russians were already dead and they had already killed each other. They had already ripped each other apart. And so he tells Dooley that... Um, he's like, listen, I'd be happy to take credit for it, but I didn't do it. And it was over before we got there. Yeah, and so uh, D- Dooley gives him the pill. Oh, I'm sorry, I got it backwards. It was the Germans were arriving in the room. Yeah. yeah. Okay, sorry. So Dooley gives gives him the pill and he leaves, and he offers another pill to the guard, um, and we find out that the pills are breath mints. Dude, that's so wrong. But he's a Nazi, so I don't give a fuck. Yeah, but so wrong. I'm like, ha ha, he cheated a Nazi. But wrong. Wrong, I don't know how I feel awesome. about it. I I am fine with it. So uh, I don't like anything to hurt. So we go back to the SSR, and um, Thompson does at least tell Susie, he's like, you know, you did find a witness for us. Yeah, he did. He does, and and he tells him, he says, not everybody's looking. Not everybody was looking for a hug when they came back, right? And it's a hard truth. It is, and so he's like, uh. You gonna you gonna tell me where you got that lead in the war? And he's like in my femur, and he walks off. Well, yeah, because he says, "Was it Japan? Was it here? Was yeah. it there?" He's like, "No, it was my femur." And I'm like, "Yeah, ouch." Yeah. So Seuss is being a little evasive about the he's being a little bitch about the theater he participated in, but I am fully oh, fully confident that he was in the European theater, yeah, and he's gonna marry Peggy Carter. It's an obvious evasion. Yeah. Because we because we know Thompson was in uh, Japan. We know where he was. He was in or uh, or the, the and it was not theater. where Steve was or uh, Peggy. Right. So, um, Peggy, you're you're gonna stand by that. I I will. I will. Stand I by don't that. blame you. And so Peggy goes to uh, goes to the lab, and she finds the uh, the uh, Blitzkrieg button, and she. It's, I sorry, I had to roll my eyes. And so she she opens it, and. <laughs> Because she knows oh this God, thing is such bullshit. Such a dramatic scene. She knows this whole put out the whole city thing is bullshit. But what if it wasn't? Yeah, it was what pretty if it gambled. wasn't? But inside, she finds a vial of blood. Yeah. Da, da, da. Well, we don't really know it's blood yet. Yeah. Well, it looked but... kind of bloody. <laughs> yeah, it did. So uh, she leaves the lab, and um, this is where she almost gets caught, and so she ducks into the interrogation room. And uh, Thompson's there. 
And eventually Thompson's like, and, and we obviously immediately think that he knows what's going on. Cause he's like, why are you here? And she's like, what? And he's like, why are you still at the SSR? Oh yeah. And all you do is, I mean, you, you take our lunch orders. No one's going to respect you. No one's going to. Yeah. And he's like, uh, nobody sees you as an equal here. Nobody. And, um, Peggy's like, you know, she can always uh, come to him for the truth, and then she gets the hell out of there. Yeah, he's... I, I don't know. See, already he doesn't understand because he says no man will ever consider her an equal. Bullshit. She already has men that consider her an equal. Steve considered her an equal. Bucky considered her an equal. Howard! The, How- the Howling Commandos. Howard, Jarvis. Um, uh, What was... It's not Ross. We just did... Uh, what was the the colonel's name in uh, Captain Played America? Played by um, Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones, who yeah. is completely just—I know who you're talking about. He's yeah. falling off the face of the earth now, but yeah. But yeah. I mean, yeah. So no, Thompson, you're just an asshole. And why didn't she say something? I well, know. she couldn't. Well, of course, she couldn't bring up uh, Tony or Howard, but she could have mentioned uh, Steve saw me as an equal. Mm-hmm. That would have dug right there. Yeah. See, I think that's a mistake in the writing. She should have said something I, like that. Yeah, but she was also trying to get the hell out that's of there. That's true. So um, so we see Peggy going back to the Griffith, and Mink is following her. And um, so he spots a flower guy. And so Peggy goes, she goes upstairs, and she starts to talk to Howard. She's like, what's in the vial? And he's like, what do you, what do you mean? And she's like, I opened it, you dumb shit. What's in the vial? It's Steve's blood. Oh. And so uh, I was just like, oh. And he gets what he deserves. And Peggy socks him in the face. She, I think she let herself get a little emotional. Just a little bit. A little bit. And so we go back downstairs and Mink is uh, delivering the flowers that he took we don't know if the guy's dead or not. Probably. Um, and he, uh, Miriam, of course, is working the desk. And he's like, um, I have a delivery for Peggy Carter. May I bring them to her? And she's like, no. And of course not. And he's like, but I love her. And she's like, anyway, so what do you do for a living? What's your name? And she's going to go write it down. And then she he's looks out up the door. and he's, he's gone. He's gone. Yeah. And so, um, so Howard is like, listen, I lie. I lie because that's what I had to do to get where I am today. Oh, yeah. You get the whole pity backstory. Like, I was poor, and so, you know, yada, da 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 there's, there's a little flea in the background with the violin. Yeah, playing the world's smallest violin. <laughs> and so he's like, he's like, because I worked on Project Rebirth, I got a vial of Steve's blood. So these 11 scientists and Howard. And Howard. Okay, so, all right. I guess because he was the only civilian? Yeah, but he, he's a genius, and sure, whatever. Let's just go with it. Yeah. Because there's no way to explain your way out of that. Right. But we have to keep in mind, there are 11 more vials out. No, there's 10 more vials. There were 11 plus his, or? I don't know. But he said they've pretty much squandered almost all of theirs already trying to redevelop okay. the serum. But I want to hold on to this idea that there are other... There are other blood samples of Steve Rogers floating around. So... I'm going to follow this through to its its inevitable conclusion. conclusion. Hydra and Bucky. Did they give Bucky more? Because originally Bucky's... They weren't done with Bucky when Steve rescued him. They were no. still working on him. So we don't... 
they probably do, didn't get a full regimen. And we know that because Red Skull was given a rudimentary version of the of the uh, of the serum serum, and that turned him into Red Skull. They had some flavor of the serum to give Bucky, right? And then yeah, could some so have if made they it, had actually if they actually had some of Steve's blood, they could um, replicate it mm-hmm. potentially or but that but at that point you've got to wonder if they did have it. There would be more than just Bucky. Unless they only had enough to one vial of it to work with. Yeah. And most of it got destroyed with pre- preliminary tests. I'm just wondering. I'm just yeah. making shit up. Yeah. I'm just wondering if we because Bucky has not been adequately explained to us. His yeah, I, I need some Bucky backstory. What exactly they, uh, they some, a bit more did. origin. Yeah. Because again, he, when Bucky was originally with um high hydra back when during um, the before, first Avenger. Yeah. Before Steve rescued him. Right. He he, was, he wasn't fully... He was still Bucky. Yeah. It wasn't until after he uh, fell and lost his arm... That he became the Winter Soldier. That he became big and buff and Winter Soldiery. Yeah. Yum. I mean, um, what? Yeah. So I just wonder if this... One of those vials somehow found its way back yeah. around to Bucky... And so what I really want to get to is Bucky's got some Steve in him. So anyway, <laughs> all of that. I love you. <laughs> to get to here. You're awesome. Stucky trash. Friends. All right. So anyway. So yeah. It was a legitimate argument there. Yeah. The, I, but seriously, I do. Some, yeah. some of that had to. And I just would really like to see maybe in Civil War. Yeah. Maybe know. we'll get something from there. Because something happened. With Bucky between here and there. Yeah. And I need that story. Yeah. And it was more than just sticking a metal arm on him. Yeah, no, right? <laughs> Although that's nice. Metal arm is nice. Um, so It's very iRobot, you know? Yeah. So so Howard's like, listen, they're, they're pissing their sample away. And if they know that they had it, they would... Um, they would they would just continue to just use it to try to develop the serum and he's like i think i can do good things with it and save lives yeah and so peggy's like oh my god you're going to try to profit off of steve's blood and she's like you know what you know but i but if he does I'm good out. things with it does it hurt to profit it doesn't i mean but she's so angry right now but this is who howard is yeah and so she's like you know what i'm out Fuck this shit. I'm, I'm going to leave and you better be gone when I come back. And so this is when we see Mink uh, climb up the uh, like the ventilator shaft. And he gets he gets to Peggy's floor and um, Dottie comes out and she's like, hey, mister. And uh, are you looking for Peggy? And he points. He, I can't even do it. He points that automatic gun at her and she goes, is that an automatic pistol? And cocks her head. I want that. She turns to a robot in and you're like, like 0.5 seconds. Oh, you're like, oh shit. shit. And she does the whole wall jump Black Widow. She does Widow the Black Widow thing and you're like, "Whoa." Yeah, she looks it's so Natasha's fighting style. 100%. And well, she, and of course we find out later. She kills Mink like immediately. Like boom boom dead. Yeah. That's and like, you're like two hits, me hitting you, you hitting the floor, you know? And you're like Oh shit, Dottie! <laughs> what is Dottie? Because they've this—they've built up Mink throughout the episode, and then boom, done. Wow. Okay. I love, but I love that. I want that. 
And it was just like, oh, shit. So Peggy goes back to the SSR and um, she's she's walking outside ready to go in and Jarvis approaches her and he's like, I knew what was going on. And he's like, he's like, but, you know, he tries to justify what they did. And Peggy's just completely done. And um, so then Jarvis, um, he goes to a nearby shoe shine stand and uh, he's sitting down next to Stark and they talk. And he didn't like it. Jarvis is not happy. Jarvis is not happy with mm-hmm. what they did to Peggy because he's like, I'm tired of apologizing. I thought I had grown accustomed to apologizing to you, but this really hurt. And this is where we get our Stanley cameo. Or for you. Yeah. For you, not to you. For yeah, you. yeah. For you. And this is where we get our Stanley cameo. I know. <sighs> and it's great. And I just love Stanley. And he should be, he is a cinnamon roll. He really is. And I love how he's in everything he is even in the spider-man movies that aren't even a part of marvel because stanley is god yep he's been in most of the x-men movies not all of them but most of them most of them and he's so he was in fantastic four the first one he was um i have not seen the new fantastic four so i I can't speak to it yeah pretty cruddy i don't even want to um and he's so multi-generational yes if you think about i mean he started writing all these comics in the 60s so that's like um my, because uh, my parents were born in the 40s, and so mm-hmm. that would be, like, my parents, that covers my parents' generation, and my older brother, because mm-hmm. strangely enough, my brother and I are in two different generations. Um, it's weird. It, we're, we're like split cases. Yeah. Between Generation X and... Uh, the, I don't even. I don't even. Yeah, I don't even know where I fall in generations. I'm right in the middle. But anyway, so it covers, but it covers my generation, and... Um, my youngest daughter, her favorite comic series, which is, it's technically, it's an anime series, but mm-hmm. Stan Lee still has his hands in it. Really? Yes. I did not know I'll that. Have to, I'll have to get her to show you her. She just got one, a new one yesterday. That's awesome. Stan Lee, big name right on the cover. She loves Stan Lee. I for love a different, him. But he's still involved, mm-hmm. so multi-generational, and because he stays um, current, he yeah. stays relevant. Yes. Everybody knows who Stan Lee is, and he's such a brilliant man i love him and i so love much. him so much i would love to give him a hug they're gonna have to cgi him in mm-hmm. forever i i he's immortal he is he's and a he vampire just, yeah him and, and betty white him and betty white and if and if any vampires are listening um you take know care what, of that right away you know you? what you need to do yes take care of that take care of that so um so peggy's peggy is at the ssr handing out lunch and um, Seuss is still looking at this picture. Because at least they don't lie to her. Exactly. At the SSR. She said, Burn. they may not respect me, but they don't lie to me. And yeah. I'm like, Whoa. Yeah. She can always go to Thompson for the truth. Yeah. Ouch. Ouch. And so Sousa is, lo- he's looking at that, f- at that picture again from the club. And um, he, uh, based on what Frank told them, he starts penciling her hair in as dark. Trying to see what she looked like as a dark hair. And I'm like, uh-oh, uh-oh, danger, danger. <laughs> danger, Will Robinson, danger. And so Dooley shows up. He comes back, and he... um, him It's a Th- quick trip. Yeah, him and Thompson, uh, he fills him in. He calls him into his office. And so he's like, listen, we think that these guys took on the identity of two of the dead soldiers from Finau. Mm-hmm. And um, Thompson has done checking with his contacts. And he found... The men in black. Yeah. It's who they are. 
And so he found Stark's name on the uh, passenger list of a plane that landed near Finale the day after the massacre happened. Uh-oh. So they've linked Stark to Finale now. And so... Wow, um, you just said that, didn't you? Yeah. I'm so sorry. Finale now. Wow. Yeah. And so that night, Peggy goes to her uh, to her room, turns the radio on really loud, and she breaks a hole through the wall. I don't think that would have covered it up. Okay. I don't think it would have either. I, I live in a condo. Yeah. I would have heard that, even yes. with blaring music. Yes. And so... Um, but she she hides um, she hides the blood behind like she she gets to the brick pulls some bricks out and she hides the blood back there and covers it up back up with a picture. So um, she has no idea that that Monk, that uh, Mink's body is uh, under Dottie's bed right next door. Which I thought that was really creepy and that's gonna smell real fast. Yeah. Well, Dottie can get rid of it. Oh, I'm sure. Gee whiz, Mister, you're awful dead. <laughs> Oh, she's actually Harley Quinn, isn't she? Oh my god, that'd be great. Mm. <laughs> so, um, so we see uh Dooley go over. Uh, he's got this crime board up, and we've got a picture of. That's the only thing is we have a picture of Brannis in like Russian uniform, and we know it's Brannis because it's the actor that played him. Mm-hmm. So if they assumed a soldier's identity, how would they have a picture of him? But I, whatever, whatever. Files. I don't know. And so um, we see a uh, script when we see uh, Dottie, uh, we go and, and this is all going over the music and um, it's a montage kind of thing. It's a little montage kind of thing. And so um, Dottie's playing with her new toy and Angie's Angie's doing apparently Angie's the uh, ringleader of come on, let's go to dinner. Well, sure. Of the floor. She's all about. Well, she does work in the. She does yeah. work at the automat. She's and, uh, you know all about the food. Dottie's like in a minute, <laughs> playing with her gun, and I'm like, oh my and god, and dead body. Oh, well, really, not playing with the dead body. You're but. really interesting, and so um, <laughs> <laughs> and so this is where Peggy hides the. She hides the vial, um, and we see uh Dooley going back over the files and, and his crime board, and this is when the typewriter fires up, mm. and it starts typing on its own. So they're like, da, da, da. Scene. yeah, and that's where we end our episode. So, uh, what's our message? So, do they think Mink's still alive and is still in possession of it? Don't know. I'm assuming. Well, the SSR hasn't linked does, Mink to anything. No, but does Mink? So, of course, Mink has no way to communicate. You mean, you mean does Leviathan think? Right. Mink did not own the typewriter, Mink was the smuggler. You're thinking of Brannis. Oh, right, right, right. Or Green Suit. Green Suit. Yeah, Green oh, Suit. Oh, I'm getting Green... No, I'm getting Green Suit and, and Mink. And Brannis confused. Um, confused. Yeah. No, no, no. Green Suit and Mink. Yes. Confused. Yes, because they're both blonde and... Right, yeah. okay. I'm getting them confused, so never yeah. mind. Um. So I'm guessing they don't know he's dead? Yeah. Shouldn't they know these things? They really should. I mean, they haven't spoken to him and... Yeah, I know. He hasn't mm, responded in... So what could this message... Possibly, possibly be. be and then we've got dotty we've got we this whole wild dotty business. she's a bit of a wild card and i'm like oh my god this is amazing because she's very natasha-esque yes so i mean that the wall her, thing was so but see if she yeah if she, yeah yeah that it was so unexpected it really was so if she's natasha-esque mm-hmm. that puts her squarely in the russian camp doesn't it yes it does indeed so, um, one of the nice things I really liked about the whole Dottie thing is it 
I was so not expecting it. I was like, oh, they're going to kill Dottie. That's why they showed yeah, her to Yeah, on the first us. watch. I was like, man, don't do that. And then she did that. And I was like, boom, boom, boom. I'm listening. Okay. <laughs> yes. You have my attention. I'm here for the Because yeah. this is what we're here for. Women kicking ass. Yeah. This is a, a female-led Marvel, their first you know go at it and everybody every, that's one of the reasons why it's so tight yes the plot is tight the mm-hmm. characters are very tight and controlled um and i don't mean like badly just yeah it's all because everybody's eyes are on this exactly the critics the audience the writer the director this the was a Marvel. bit of a gamble for them to do i everybody talks about that but i don't think it really was as big of a risk as they think it was well and and it was going to succeed i think we've talked about this a little bit maybe in some of the mcu cast but as far as um marvel's concerned i don't think marvel has a problem with female leads because obviously they've had female leads in their comics for years absolutely and i think i think marvel does a really good job with with women characters in general well they're doing better than they used to um the problem with female why we have not gotten thor a female movie is disney Oh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Disney's you like... Al- we always come back to that. We bought Marvel for the boys. We got princesses locked down. We got the girls. Mm-hmm. That's all they should want. Mm-hmm. We want boys. And so that's why... Like, I was really surprised when they announced um, Captain Marvel. Which got pushed off another year. But it did. But... So but I'm we like, have Agent Carter, so... And we have yet to get a Black Widow movie. Everybody wants a damn Black Widow movie. And they won't give her one. And they have... Damn it. Somebody leaked emails from some of the execs at Disney. And it basically came down to, you have princesses, shut up. And I'm it's like, you're, not, you're no. missing a huge demographic. So huge. So I think the fact that Marvel got Agent Carter made at all is a big deal. True. Okay. And the fact that it was successful was like people like us going in Disney's face going, see? See? This is what we want. We want this. Now, there's nothing wrong with Disney princesses. They're great and they're fine. But there's so much of it, it's done. Yeah. It's it's already established. But to have, you know, female heroes that we can look up to. Yeah. You know, I... Whatever. Yes, I like the male Marvel stuff. I do. It's great. But mm-hmm. also, ladies... I know. Let's so, have some ladies kicking ass, so, taking names. T- so the fact that Agent Carter was successful... Well, and was now such a relief to me. At, at the time of this recording, we have not yet seen, but there is Jessica Jones that has recently been recently yes recently been released on Netflix. And from what I've heard, it's awesome. Like I have a, a coworker of mine who, after uh, binge watching it, came into work mm-hmm. the next day, came straight to me and said, "And he's not like a big superhero sci-fi kind of person." Yeah. Uh, he came to me directly and said, you have to watch this. Oh, wow. That's awesome. He's, you have to watch this. Because, it, of course, you know, when we're at the office and we're, we sit around the... We don't have a water cooler. Well, we do have a water cooler, but we don't... Anyway, when we do the water cooler thing that we don't really do and talk about Game of Thrones and, and Walking Dead and other shows and stuff, just movies and whatnot, and I'm always, you know, I'm the female voice because I'm the like the only girl who gets into these conversations yeah and talking about tv and movie and films and we talk about agents of shield and whatnot and i'm always pointing out this feminism thing here and this yeah. woman thing there and i wish they this here and 
I know they're rolling their eyes at me from behind their faces sometimes, but yeah, yeah. So he came straight to me with this, and he said, "You have to see this." Yeah. So that's another, but that's a Marvel-backed yes. project, and it is technically part of the MCU. It really is. So maybe, knock on wood, cross my fingers, maybe they'll give us a Black Widow Netflix. I, well, my only my only concern with that is I don't think we're going to get Scarlett Johansson in a TV no, show. No, I guess not. I think our – and I love her. I yeah, love her as, as Natasha. Yeah. Um, and she's also contracted but with But I would love movie something about her origin maybe. Yeah. Something with – Doesn't uh, – like a younger – Like a – yeah, like a young a Natasha. Younger you know who would be good in that? Oh, she's already doing X-Men. Oh yeah, Sophie. She's uh she's Jean Grey. Yeah. She's Which that gray. trailer just came out. Oh, I know. Awesome. I made many a noise. Did you? I did. I was at work, so I couldn't make noises, That's but at least I, I could watch it. That's why I waited until I got to my car after Oh, did you? I you was, got as far as the car. I was I in the it. parking lot. And I was like, ah, I, I was it. making like velociraptor noises. Oh, it was great. So yeah. Okay. So but Agent Carter's important, and yes, I'm very, very excited important. it's doing well. And the fact that it got a second season. Yeah. Because they didn't announce second season until well into the summer. Yeah. It was still bi- finger-biting. Mm-hmm. Mm, are we going to get it or yeah. not? And yeah, we did. So. Yay. I'm excited. I am. All right. Anything else before we sign off? No. Can't think of anything. All right. Thank you for listening, guys. Thanks, guys.